I'm Wayne Turner, and welcome to the daily podcast of Bible Track. I have developed Bible Track to be both a commentary and a daily Bible reading schedule. These podcasts cover the text and commentary, which may be found at www.bibletrack.org. So, for those who have a busy schedule but do have time to listen to the Bible being read, this podcast is for you. At the end of one year, you will have gone completely through the Bible. Today we're reading Exodus chapters 36, 37, and 38. This is the New King James Version of the podcast. The King James Version is also available. In Exodus chapter 36, Moses says, Stop passing the plate. Verse 1. And Bezalel and Ehaliab and every gifted artisan in whom the Lord has put wisdom and understanding to know how to do all manner of work for the service of the sanctuary shall do according to all that the Lord has commanded. Then Moses called Bezalel and Ahaliab and every gifted artisan in whose heart the Lord had put wisdom, every one whose heart was stirred, to come and do the work. And they received from Moses all the offering which the children of Israel had brought for the work of the service of making the sanctuary. So they continued bringing to him freewill offerings every morning. Then all the craftsmen who were doing all the work of the sanctuary came, each from the work he was doing. And they spoke to Moses, saying, The people bring much more than enough for the service of the work which the Lord commanded us to do. So Moses gave a commandment that they caused it to be proclaimed throughout the camp, saying, Let neither man nor woman do any more work for the offering of the tabernacle. And the people were restrained from bringing, for the material they had was sufficient for all the work to be done, indeed too much. Well, I guess the Hebrews were just really, really thankful that God forgave them for that calf incident back in Exodus chapter 32. When the workmen get started on the tabernacle, the people willingly bring more offerings than actually can be used. Moses has to command the people to stop bringing their offerings. Construction has begun now, and we're going to see the execution in the next three chapters of those specifications that God had given Moses concerning the tabernacle. The construction begins on the tabernacle and the tent in chapters 36, beginning with verse 8. Then all the gifted artisans among them who worked on the tabernacle made ten curtains woven of fine linen and of blue purple and scarlet thread with artistic designs of cherubim. They made them. The length of each curtain was 28 cubits and the width of each curtain four cubits. The curtains were all the same size. And he coupled five curtains to one another and the other five curtains he coupled to one another. He made loops of blue yarn on the edge of the curtain on the selvage of one set Likewise, he did on the outer edge of the other curtain of the second set. Fifty loops he made on one curtain, and fifty loops he made on the edge of the curtain on the end of the second set. The loops held one curtain to another. And he made fifty clasps of gold and coupled the curtains to one another with the clasp, that it might be one tabernacle. He made curtains of goat's hair for the tent over the tabernacle. He made eleven curtains. The length of each curtain was 30 cubits, and the width of each curtain 4 cubits. The 11 curtains were the same size. He coupled 5 curtains by themselves and 6 curtains by themselves. And he made 50 loops on the edge of the curtain that is outermost in one set, and 50 loops he made on the edge of the curtain of the second set. He also made 50 bronze clasps to couple the tent together that it might be one. Then he made a covering for the tent of ram skins dyed red and a covering of badger skins above that. For the tabernacle he made boards of acacia wood standing upright. The length of each board was ten cubits, and the width of each board a cubit and a half. 
Each board had two tenons for binding one to another. Thus he made for all the boards of the tabernacle. And he made boards for the tabernacle, twenty boards for the south side, forty sockets of silver he made to go under the twenty boards, two sockets under each of the boards for its two tenons. And for the other side of the tabernacle, the north side, he made twenty boards, and there forty sockets of silver, two sockets under each of the boards. For the west side of the tabernacle, he made six boards. He also made two boards for the two back corners of the tabernacle. And they were coupled at the bottom and coupled together at the top by one ring. Thus he made both of them for the two corners. So there were eight boards in their sockets, sixteen sockets of silver, two sockets under each of the boards. And he made bars of acacia wood, five for the boards on one side of the tabernacle, five bars for the boards on the other side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the boards of the tabernacle on the far side westward. And he made the middle bar to pass through the boards from one end to the other. He overlaid the boards with gold, made the rings of gold to be holders for the bars, and overlaid the bars with gold. And he made a veil of blue, purple, and scarlet thread and fine woven linen. It was worked with an artistic design of cherubim. He made for it four pillars of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold, with their hooks of gold, and he cast four sockets of silver for them. He also made a screen for the tabernacle door of blue, purple, and scarlet thread and fine woven linen made by a weaver. And its five pillars with their hooks, and he overlaid their capitals and their rings with gold, but their five sockets were bronze. Well, in these 31 verses, we see the description of the tabernacle itself before we take a look at the vessels that go inside the tabernacle. Notice the bright colors used for the tent and the exact specifications from which they worked. This section actually repeats the instructions that we found back in Exodus chapter 26, verses 1 through 37. And you might want to go back and look there if you need the refresher course. Perhaps not, though. Now, here's a recap of what we just read. The linen curtains we saw in verses 8 through 13. The goat's hair curtains we saw in 14 through 18. The ram skin coverings in verse 19. The post the frames in verses 20 to 34. And the inner curtain in verses 35 to 38. And then it's deja vu all over again. If you think you've already seen what follows, you're correct. The first time was when God told Moses how to build the tabernacle, at which time these same specifications were given, just like we're going to see them given again. Now, in this passage, the operative words are, He made. They're actually now building the tabernacle according to the specifications that God had previously described to Moses. Now, as I often say when we're reading the Scripture all the way through from cover to cover, it's not all interesting, but it is all significant. So here we go with some parts that you might not find exactly very interesting, but as I said, significant. Chapter 37, beginning with verse 1. Then Bezalel made the ark of acacia wood, two and a half cubits was its length, a cubit and a half its width, and a cubit and a half its height. He overlaid it with pure gold inside and outside and made a molding of gold all around it. And he cast for it four rings of gold to be set in its four corners, two rings on one side and two rings on the other side of it. He made poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold. And he put the poles into the rings at the sides of the ark to bear the ark. He also made the mercy seat of pure gold, two and a half cubits was its length and a cubit and a half its width. He made two cherubim of beaten gold. He made them of one piece at the two ends of the mercy seat, one cherub at one end on this side and the other cherub at the other end on that side. He made the cherubim at the two ends of one piece with the mercy seat. 
The cherubim spread out their wings above and covered the mercy seat with their wings. They faced one another. The faces of the cherubim were toward the mercy seat. These specifications were given back in Exodus chapter 25, verses 10 through 22, if you want a refresher on that. And then we have the table of showbread in verses 10 through 16. He made the table of acacia wood. Two cubits was its length, a cubit its width, and a cubit and a half its height. And he overlaid it with pure gold and made a molding of gold all around it. Also, he made a frame of a handbreadth all around it and made a molding of gold for the frame all around it. And he cast for it four rings of gold and put the rings on the four corners that were at its four legs. The rings were close to the frame as holders for the poles to bear the table. And he made the poles of acacia wood to bear the table and overlaid them with gold. He made of pure gold the utensils which were on the table, its dishes, its cups, its bowls, and its pitchers for pouring. And these specifications for this table of showbread, they were given back in Exodus chapter 25, verses 23 through 30. Then we have the candlestick in verses 17 to 24. He also made the lampstand of pure gold, of hammered work. He made the lampstand, its shaft, its branches, its bowls, its ornamental knobs, and its flowers were of the same piece. And six branches came out of its sides, three branches of the lampstand out of one side, and three branches of the lampstand out of the other side. There were three bowls made like almond blossoms on one branch, with an ornamental knob and a flower, and three bowls made like almond blossoms on the other branch, with an ornamental knob and a flower. And so for the six branches coming out of the lampstand... And on the lampstand itself were four bowls made like almond blossoms, each with its ornamental knob and flower. There was a knob under the first two branches of the same, a knob under the second two branches of the same, and a knob under the third two branches of the same, according to the six branches extending from it. Their knobs and their branches were of one piece. All of it was one hammered piece of pure gold. And he made its seven lamps, its wick trimmers, and its trays of pure gold. Of a talent of pure gold he made it with all its utensils. These specifications were given back in Exodus chapter 25, verses 31 through 40. And then we have the altar of incense in verses 25 to 29. He made the incense altar of acacia wood. Its length was a cubit and its width a cubit. It was square and two cubits was its height. Its horns were of one piece with it. And he overlaid it with pure gold, its top, its sides, all around, and its horns. He also made for it a molding of gold all around it. He made two rings of gold for it under its molding, by its two corners on both sides as holders for the poles with which to bear it. And he made the poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold. He also made the holy anointing oil and the pure incense of sweet spices according to the work of the perfumer. These specifications were given to Moses back in Exodus chapter 30, verses 1 through 10 and verses 34 through 38. Then we have the construction of the brazen altar in verses 1 through 7 of chapter 38. He made the altar of burnt offerings of acacia wood. Five cubits was its length and five cubits its width. It was square and its height was three cubits. He made its horns on its four corners. The horns were of one piece with it and he overlaid it with bronze. He made all the utensils for the altar, the pans, the shovels, the basins, the forks, and the firepans, all its utensils he made of bronze. And he made a grate of bronze network for the altar under its rim midway from the bottom. He cast four rings for the four corners of the bronze grating as holders for the poles. And he made the poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with bronze. Then he put the poles into the rings on the sides of the altar with which to bear it. He made the altar hollow with boards. These specifications had been given to Moses back in Exodus chapter 27, verses 1 through 8. Then we have the laver. The laver, just one verse, verse 8. 
He made the laver of bronze and its base of bronze, from the bronze mirrors of the serving women who assembled at the door of the tabernacle of meeting. These specifications had been given to Moses back in Exodus chapter 30, verses 17 to 21. Now let's talk about the courtyard being built and constructed in Exodus chapter 38, verses 9 through 20. Verse 9, Then he made the court on the south side. The hangings of the court were of fine woven linen, 100 cubits long. There were 20 pillars for them with 20 bronze sockets. The hooks of the pillars and their bands were silver. On the north side, the hangings were 100 cubits long with 20 pillars and their 20 bronze sockets. The hooks of the pillars and their bands were silver. And on the west side, there were hangings of 50 cubits with 10 pillars and their 10 sockets. The hooks of the pillars and their bands were silver. For the east side, the hangings were 50 cubits. The hangings of one side of the gate were 15 cubits long with their three pillars and their three sockets. And the same for the other side of the court gate. On this side and that were hangings of 15 cubits, and with their three pillars and their three sockets. All the hangings of the court all around were fine woven linen. The sockets for the pillars were bronze, the hooks of the pillars and their bands were silver, and the overlay of their capitals was silver, and all the pillars of the court had bands of silver. The screen for the gate of the court was woven of blue, purple, and scarlet thread, and of fine woven linen. The length was 20 cubits, and the height along its width was 5 cubits, corresponding to the hangings of the court. And there were four pillars with their four sockets of bronze. Their hooks were silver, and the overlay of their capitals and their bands was silver. All the pegs of the tabernacle and of the court all around were bronze. These specifications have been given to Moses back in Exodus chapter 27, verses 9 through 19. Then we have the atonement money in verse 21 down through verse 24. This is the inventory of the tabernacle, the tabernacle of the testimony, which was counted according to the commandment of Moses for the service of the Levites by the hand of Ithamar, son of Aaron the priest. Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, made all that the Lord had commanded Moses. And with him was Ahaliab, the son of Ahisamach, of the tribe of Dan, an engraver and designer, a weaver of blue, purple, and scarlet thread, and of fine linen. All the gold that was used in all the work of the holy place, that is, the gold of the offering, was twenty-nine talents and seven hundred and thirty shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary. In a few moments when we get there, you'll notice down in verse 26 that we get a count of the men at 603,550 there in Israel. That's not counting Levites. Now, when compared to the count that we see in Numbers chapter 1, we see that this number is identical, but again, it includes no Levites. They had apparently set themselves apart in Exodus chapter 32, verses 26, and that was after that golden calf incident. That's when the Levites stepped up to the plate, when Moses said, who's on the Lord's side? We do see what seems like an incidental phrase in verse 21 here, which says, for the service of the Levites. This is the first time we specifically see mention of a special position for the tribe of Levi in the service of the Lord. When you simply count the value of the gold in this tent, along with the furnishing, it comes up to over, well, about $30 million on today's market. And that doesn't even include the silver and the other materials. This turns out to be a beautiful high-dollar dwelling place for God among His people. $30 million in a tent. Then we find the silver sockets and the brass also in verses 25 to 31. 
And the silver from those who were numbered of the congregation was 100 talents and 1,775 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary. A becca for each man, that is, half a shekel, according to the shekel of the sanctuary. For everyone included in the numbering from 20 years old and above, for 603,550 men. And from the hundred talents of silver were cast the sockets of the sanctuary and the bases of the veil, one hundred sockets from the hundred talents, one talent for each socket. Then from the 1,775 shekels he made hooks for the pillars, overlaid their capitals, and made bands for them. The offering of bonds was twenty talents and two thousand four hundred shekels. And with it he made the sockets for the door of the tabernacle of meeting, the bronze altar, the bronze grating for it, and all the utensils for the altar. The sockets for the court all around, the bases for the court gate, all the pegs for the tabernacle, and all the pegs for the court all around. And these sockets were made, by the way, from the silver collected back in Exodus chapter 30, verses 11 through 16. If you'd like more detail on that, then go back and look at the notes on that section. This concludes our podcast for today. I'm Wayne Turner, and if you'd like to read along with our commentary online, go to www.bibletrack.org. Thank you for listening in today. The background music for these podcasts is an original composition written by the music director of Faith Bible Church, Paul Walton. Thank you.